Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in.
GM, GM. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, we normally have a, so many glitches starting our Twitter space, our X space. So this is a, a first. I'm super excited when Doji's on the stage. We normally have a, a ritual of the first 10 minutes being getting Midoji up, so glad that's working. Uh, I'm Brandon, I'm a growth hacker at Audley, and I'll be your host today talking behind the Audley logo. Uh, it's always great hosting on a, on a green week. And today we have a, a very interesting space with, with Keystone. Uh, there aren't too many companies in crypto working on hardware, so I'm excited to hear more about it. And this space is part of our, our social carnival, where each week we invite people to perform certain tasks at one of our, our partners. And they simple tasks like joining Telegram groups or following Twitter accounts. And each week that you complete it, you'll receive an NFT and collect all eight. And you can receive our mystery box and standard chances of, of winning up to $10,000. So it's a, a big prize, even more than that, because a few projects have added on top of it. And yeah, we're, we're currently in uh, week four of our, our social carnival. And this week's obviously with, with Keystone. And, but but uh, don't worry if you've missed out on the other weeks. They're still available to do the task. You can still go back retroactively. It's going to be available for all eight weeks. So, yeah, suggest you go and do that. I'll, I'll try to uh, pin a tweet during this, this space. Uh, yeah, so let's just start it off and I get just each guest to kind of briefly introduce yourself. Uh, let's, start with, um, let's start with Lita from Keystone. Hi, hi, hello, everyone, and really thank you for the invitation by Orderly to join this space. And I'm Lita, and I'm the Keystone Head of Partnerships, and nice to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Lita, and it's great having you. And uh, next, I'm uh, Midoji. Hi, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, as, as Lita mentioned, it's a pleasure to be here, guys. Uh, once again, the fourth week now. Um, I'm Midoji. I mainly focus on BD at Orderly, also helping with, with the product side of the company, but mainly focus on, on BD. So, yeah, that's me. Pleasure to be here, here guys. Great. So, let, let me keep you on there, Midoji. Can you kind of uh, tell all the guests about any kind of exciting news that we should know about, about Orderly? Yeah, of course. So, there are a few things happening at the company right now. Uh, probably the most exciting one is that we launched mainnet a uh, few weeks ago, like two weeks ago. Uh, Wolfi is the first builder uh, with a live product. So I invite you to, to go and try it because it's really, really cool. Um, but the objective behind Orderly is to host a whole ecosystem of different projects. So we will be launching a lot of new builders in the coming weeks. I think that that is the, the most exciting news that I can I can give you. Yeah, thanks so much, Midoji. Um, my name, my name very exciting. Uh, and then the, the same question to you, to tell us uh, what's exciting in you at Keystone. Yeah, I think uh, the exciting news of Keystone is that like we just launched our Generation 3 Pro and it's like fully touch screen and there's a few features that I'm gonna to talk later. So, and during the, this week, we are like, congratulations for the early mainnet launch. We have this kind of social carnival. I think it's kind of exciting news. And also Black Friday is coming. So we are super welcome, like offer a really good and fair prices for the users like to come, who can buy Keystone with 
with a really nice Black Friday price. So you can check our website as well. So the campaign will last for another one or two weeks. You can stay tuned with us. Thank you. Thanks so much, Lita. And yeah, let, let's dive straight into it. You know, on the on the topic, I want to find out all about hardware wallets. Uh, so I just want to ask you, know, can you briefly describe you know Keystone's hardware wallet and kind of its its standout features? Yes, I think from the user experience and also the like surface of the Keystone, like you can distinguish it with Keystone devices. It's like it's four inch touch screen, so it's like your phone. You can really touch it, which means like you can use it really freely with everything. And also we are totally air gap transactions. And for this one, I will like explain a little bit in the following questions because it's related to the security questions as well. And we have triple layered security, which means like we are also the first hardware wallet that contains three secure element chips. And we support multi-seed phrase support. So which means like there are three different recovery phrases in a single wallet. And we are open source as well. And there is a fingerprint session so you can unlock your devices with your fingerprint. And we also have this kind of ability to customize and do corporate de devices like with Orderly and also with MetaMask. And you can find more information on our website. And also we have a few advanced features. I think for the hardware wallet, the safety is always goes the first and the sharing secret sharing is also our main features of the devices and the passphrase. And we can generate in one secret recovery phrases while rolling a dice. I think this kind of key features of Keystone. And I think when you really use it, you can really feel it's a little bit different as well. And for our new generation of three, we canceled uh, the companion app ourselves. We used to have a companion app like Ledger Live, some software wallet, but we don't really want to be a conflict with other software wallet. So we choose to integrate it with a lot of popular and super nice software wallet like Ruby, like MetaMask. Uh, so you can, if you are like this kind of software wallet user, you can also use Keystone. So it's like more convenient for the users as well. I think if you want to find more information, you can get one and check yourself. And we are here always open for different kinds of user experience for the improvement of our devices. Thank you. Okay, thanks so much, Lita. Oh, that's very feature-rich. Three different recovery phases, something uh, very interesting. I haven't heard that one before. Um, so yeah, let's like, dive a little bit deeper into, into hardware wallets as well. Um, like yeah, especially for like I've seen some questions about it. Like, can you explain how hardware wallets actually work? You know, like what is going on every time we we sign a transaction? You know, I know some people think their crypto's stored on their hardware wallets. Even you know, so there's a lot of misconceptions around it. Yes, like hardware wallet is normally uh you can regard it as a totally offline devices, which means like you can keep the security and uh, you can just reduce risky to going to some malicious risk, like go to this kind of website and can be stolen. And how the hardware wallet works, like it securely store private keys for the cryptocurrency transactions. So when you sign a transaction, the private key like securely store in the hardware wallet and it used to generate a digital signature as well. And this kind of digital signature serves as a proof of 
authorization for the transaction. So the transaction details will shown for user confirmation. And especially for Keystone, we have this kind of uh, touch screen. So you can like see all your information, but if you want blind signing, there's also this kind of features as well. I will explain a little bit because I think some uh, audiences do have questions about uh, what is blind signing, something like that. And as a private key, it never leaves the hardware wallet during the, this process. And for Keystone, you can connect different kinds of software wallet by scanning the QR code as well. So in general, hardware wallet is just something to ensure the security key storage and use digital signatures to authorize and protect the cryptocurrency transactions. And which means for a uh, if you are using a hardware wallet and if it's not stolen and if you keep the private keys like just in your hand, you can always keep your uh, cryptocurrency like safe in a really safe uh, stage. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Lita. I basically think hardware wallet should be compulsory in crypto. I, I don't know how people don't use them. Um, and then, yeah, you touched on it, but that's something that always kind of comes up when you're using a hardware wallet is uh, blind signing, it's, it's often like annoys people and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, for people who are new to crypto, like, what is blind signing? You know, and why is it a concern in cryptocurrency transactions? Yeah, blind signing, I think, is a process where a party and often referred to as the signer. And if you confirm or signs a digital document or transaction without having the full knowledge of its contents. So in the context of, of blockchain and smart contracts, Blind signing typically involves confirm, confirming like a transaction or contract without knowing the specific details. And normally in blind signing, the signer does not have access to the complete content or details of what they are signing. And blind signing is often employed for privacy and security reasons and just allowing parties to engage in transactions without disclosing sensitive information. So normally if you're a user and well, when you do the blind signing offers certain advantages, it, I mean, blind signing, it has like certain advantages, but it comes with risk as well, especially if the signer is unaware of the malicious intent. But this is kind of risky that will be normally happened like online like if online but for the offline devices i think this kind of risk is really like reduced to a really really low and for keystone we we aim to like mitigate risk for providing way to decoding transaction details and enhance transparency and security especially in the defined actions i think for the DeFi staff you always have this kind of demand to do the blind signing and actually, we, you can follow our media, and we do have an article just write about like how the blind signing is and how you can like, uh, it just explain these features, like also the details and then contains a follow-up development plan of how you do a blind signing in the DeFi projects as well. So you can just keep an eye on the media. I think there's a lot of tech Knowledgeable information on our Keystone Media, you can find almost everything, and also our product principles, like how we came to Keystone and why we choose like four-inch screen, something like that. You can find really all the information there. Thank you. Okay, great. We'll definitely check that out. Um, and yeah, Madoji, I haven't forgotten about you. I only asked you a question. Um, 
can you yeah just on the topic of Audley, can you just share more about you know kind of Audley's core mission and how we how we impacting the blockchain ecosystem yeah i think that that our mission is our mission is to progress towards becoming an omni-chain infrastructure and also a liquidity layer for DeFi. So the vision that we have is to unify all the liquidity across all blockchains in just a single order book. Uh, so yeah, that's what we, we are trying to do, right? To create a, a truly interconnected ecosystem for trading uh, that is going to connect traders from all the chains. Uh, I think that that is the future of interoperability, right? People being able to access the different products in the different blockchains without even noticing that they are bridging or moving from one ecosystem to another, or even without realizing that they are using Polygon or Arbitrum or Optimism, right? So that is the vision that we have. Try to concentrate all the trading activities from different EVM ecosystems in the in the same and single order book. Great, yeah, and I think chain abstraction is kind of key to uh, mainstream adoption. People don't need to know the underlying technology; don't even need to feel it. And obviously, this a lot of this space has been around security. Um, can you, Midoji, can you tell us, like, uh, you know, what makes orderly secure? Yeah, sure. I think that there is like the combination of, of multiple things, right? Uh, first of all, we have a, a very big team of almost 40 people, and most of them are engineers or computer scientists. Uh, and they try to stick to the best coding practices. That is very important. Uh, then we also audit and monitor everything, all the smart contracts and everything is audited and monitored. Uh, when I say monitor is that we have like active security measures uh, that are constantly monitoring what is happening with our smart contracts. And if something happens, then they alert us, right? So we can take action. And then another important thing is to test, test, and again, test your product many times in multiple, multiple scenarios um, under different, different conditions, right? So, for example, in our case, we are going for this omni-chain approach and we are launching or deploying different vaults in all the EVM chains. Every time we launch a vault in an EVM chain, we have to carefully analyze everything, audit everything with professional companies or with independent consultants. Um, and we have to make sure that everything is secure. Um, there are no risks for, for the users. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Medusi. Interesting to hear. And then, yeah. So you know, we got both, uh, you know, Kista and Audley together. Uh, I want to ask this question to Lita, and it's just, yeah, you know, what like potential synergies do you kind of see between Kista and Audley? Uh, like, are there, any, are there any like collaborative projects in the pipeline? Okay. I think at the first stages we are a hardware wallet. So I think the most like kind of the the easiest way that we can do is like Kubernetes devices. Like we put orderly image on our devices so we can promote in both sides. This is kind of the first stage for the marketing stuff. And after we are going to support the main of orderly as well. So people who 
uh, have this kind of chances to connect to otherly uh, network and they want to put the cryptocurrency from like related to the elderly to Keystone it also works as well and also we uh, launched this like a uh, social carnival event because we really concentrate on the security stuff and we really want like users the audiences like they can know some knowledge about uh, the security so really thank you that elderly gave us chances to launch this kind of event together and to make more people have this kind of sense like security is always the first thing in the cryptocurrency so we have always keep keep an eye on on it and just be care of everything like every uh, link and just to get your crypto aside like super safe yeah this is the first stages and after we are going to support and probably do more marketing stuff together thank you yeah, very, very wise advice about security and interesting to see what we we do do together uh yeah so and i guess the same question to you midoji uh, how do you how do you see this going in the in the future yeah i think that uh Lita put it quite well right i think that the in the short term we, we went for a co-branded device, right? Uh, we are going for co-marketing campaigns with Keystone. Um, and I think that in the future, uh, Keystone will help us or will help our community to to store their private keys in a, in a, in a safely manner, right? Uh, so yeah, they, they are gonna help us uh, keeping our users safe and that's super important for us. So. I think that that's the, the main angle for this collaboration. Yeah, thanks for judging. And yeah, yeah, on that like branded device, we take quick question to you. That how, how do people get uh, an orderly branded uh, Keystone device? I think the first, like, we really enhance the functionality together, especially the main I just launched by Orderly, and I'm sure like more developers and more projects are gonna to build on Adderley as well. They probably have the demand to keep their secu uh, like cryptocurrency in a very secure places. So we have this kind of uh, like doing things together just to, to make sure and to keep the security of the like of your assets like in Adderley as well. And also like we can support the ecosystem growth together. And normally the mainland, uh, the mainnet launches often attract more developers and projects to build on the blockchain and fostering the ecosystem growth as well. So I think in turn, Keystone can help with the ecosystem as well for the support, since a lot of Keystone users, mostly they are like developers, they, they are really like OGs in the cryptocurrency and also, we have this kind of friends. They are who are influencers. I think they also can, uh, like, build trying to do something oddly as well. I think this is kind of win-win situation as a mainnet and a hardware project as well. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Ita. And then, yeah. So whenever we do these spaces, we always uh, also run like a competition at the same time where we ask um, our audience for like best questions. Uh, the best questions, just questions in general. So uh, we're at that stage. I'm going to kind of go through them. Um, yeah, so let's go through the winning questions. So the first question is from OX Genred, and they want to know uh, what features and systems does Keystone Wallet offer for the security and protection of user assets? Yeah, I think. 
uh, have talked about uh, the QR code that are one of our main features of the devices. So I will explain a little bit how it really works. And normally Keystone utilizes QR code as a signature method. So which means like compared to the Bluetooth signing allows anyone to audit the information transmitted through the QR code and you can really decode it with a QR code decoding app. So which means like concern, uh, if you have like concern about physical attacks, you can design uh, disassembling self-destruct features. And in the event of uh, forceful disassembling, like all information will be automatically erased as well. And we also have this kind of three security elements to make sure the uh, security of the food devices and as well as the open source. So we, uh, you can see our coding on GitHub. Like we also have this kind of uh, body program. Like if you really find something like feel not safe, you can just like uh, signing us a PR request. So we, our technology team we were just focusing on it and normally open source just as want to secure the security like all the time like we are not afraid of like anything you can you can say like that so we are always like open people to use the devices and give us feedback or even some technology advices as well yeah, this is how we how we normally like keep the security and from the surface we also have a few things you need to do, you can do, like the fingerprint one. If like you, uh, if you, when, when you want to like unlock your devices, you can use your fingerprint. I think it's kind of new in hardware wallet as well. Yeah, this is how we uh, normally keep the security of the devices. And I think there's another question, like how we can really keep the security if like your uh, how we've always stolen, I think I will explain the following questions. Yeah. Okay, thanks Alex for the question. And the next question is for uh, for Midoji. It's got a long one. How do, it's from Nazars11. And it says, how does your Omnichain job infrastructure address the challenges of scalability and interoperability in the rapid default in blockchain ecosystem? And uh, what key features or technologies differentiate your solution? And contribute to seamless and efficient trading experience across different chains. It's a long question. Okay, yeah, I will, I will try to do my best. No problem with that. Um, well, the first thing I, I want to remark here is that we have an off-chain matching engine uh, that takes the scalability issue out of the equation and also simplifies the, the interoperability. So. As, as we have this off-chain matching engine, we are able to process thousands of transactions per second and also offer super, super low latencies. This is very, very similar to, to the performance that a centralized exchange is offering. Um, we did it on purpose. I mean, we have this off-chain matching engine because we want to be a trade-off solution between the performance of centralized exchanges and the transparency of, of decentralized one, right? And we want to bring sophisticated traders on chain. Uh, if you check data, you can see that 90%, no, not even 90, like 99% of the volume the, of, or, of the perpetual volume is due to sophisticated traders trading on centralized exchanges with high frequency trading strategies. So they need very, very low latency. 
uh, and that is why we decided to keep the latency and the off-chain matching engine while complementing that with submitting all the transactions on chain so you can see all the, the transaction that has been placed in the platform on chain okay uh, and all the funds are on chain too so as we have this off-chain matching engine we we take the scalability and the interoperability issues out of the equation okay uh, I think that this is a very good question also because in terms of uh, interoperability, uh, we have a very unique approach because we connect traders from all the different chains into the same order book. No matter where you are, you just need to deposit and trade and you will be trading in people in, in Polygon, Arbitrum, Optimism, everywhere, right? Um, I think that the last thing the Nasar asked was what were the, the key features or, or technologies that differentiate orderly from from the rest of competitors, right? Uh, and I think that there are three different things. The first one is that we are infrastructure. Uh, we won't have a front end. You won't see an orderly front end. But what we do is we provide third parties with all the tools, the resources, including the liquidity and everything to create a very competitive pair of decks on top of us. That's the first point. The second one is the technology. We use layer zero and CCTP from Circle uh, to do this omni-chain approach and unify traders from all the chains, connecting all of them in the same place. And the third one, and as I mentioned before, is the performance. We are hitting super, super low latency. I mean, we are competing against Binance, for example, or Bybit in terms of latency. And that is an effort to bring all the sophisticated traders on chain. So yeah, I think that that's, that's my answer. I hope I could answer all the different questions in in Nasar's question. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Yeah, that's a great question as well. So, uh, yeah, next question. This is uh, for you as well, Medojian, from Crypto Nine Seven One Nine. It says, as all the networks seek to connect various blockchains and enhance liquidity, how do you plan to address the challenges associated with cross-chain compatibility and transaction speed? two questions additionally could you provide some examples of the blockchains you're currently working with or plan to integrate into your network in the near future um, crypto 9719 okay i think that that's at least the first part is very similar to the previous one so i can tell you that as we process most of the information off chain we are able to remove all the challenges um what we do is that we have different asset balls sitting at each of the evm chains so we keep the liquidity fully on chain. Um, and the only thing we have to do with these bolts is to rebalance the bolts according to the user's profit and loss. Okay. So we don't really need um, huge uh, infrastructure or technology to do this uh, or, or to communicate these messages cross chain. Okay. We, we just need to communicate between the different vaults in sitting at each of the EVM chains and, and rebalance them to ensure that that they are always rebalanced. So with the current technologies, protocols like Layer Zero and what I mentioned before with CCTP also, we cover all, all the operations and all the rebalances in a very easy way without any type of limitations. Of course, we can always improve the, the the product and we can reduce the time to communicate between the different blockchains. But I think that that is something that will happen 
as the technology improves and as layer zero, circle, and all of these protocols keep improving and improving the product. Um, the second part of the question was, what was, what was, sorry, was, was, I think that was the, what yes. were, sorry, what, the, what were the, the blockchains, blockchains right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Uh, basically, we started on Arbitrum, and during the coming months, we will be expanding the bolts to other chains like Optimism, Base, Polygon, Avalanche, Mantle, Linea, Scroll. I, I don't remember, but, but I think that we are going to cover most of the big chains, uh, and that is one of the targets during during the the, the first quarter, twenty twenty four. So yeah. yeah, great. Thanks, Jerzy. Um, and the next question is uh, is from Ahas Angie. And it's for Keystone. It says, how can Keystone Wallet Pro ensure that its air gap technology is truly secure from potential vulnerabilities that could allow hackers to access private keys? Interesting question. Yeah, I think I already like explained a little bit like how the QR code really works. And like if you do the information transmitted through the QR code, you can really decode it with a QR code decoding app, which means like the kind of information will be transparency to secure like you know what you are going to do and you know all the information that you with the transaction uh like like steps and additionally as long as the screen is not late there's like no external information transmission and conversely with the bluetooth you don't even know like for sure whether it is truly turned off when you think of is off. This is kind of risky thing as well. And I think moreover, Keystone 3 Pro is equipped with the three dis uh, distinct security elements internally. So for a hacker to extract your uh, monomic phrase, all the passwords, all the fingerprint, they will need to really compromise all these separate secure elements. They have to pose a significantly challenging task. So the utility utilization of the three different secure elements also mitigates the risk of the single point of failure. And also concerning the physical attacks, we do have a design the dissembling self-destruct feature. So like in the event of the forceful disassembling, all the information will be automatically erased. So which means like if your uh, devices like it's not on your hand and if someone is trying to do like physical attack you, you are not like you don't be afraid of like your information will be uh taken by the other people like all the information will be automatically erased this is like how we um uh, keep the security from internal and external okay great yeah i love the self-destruct feature very cool uh, and then our, our last question is from uh, Satar 197408 and they want to know how are potential vulnerabilities discovered and addressed during the hardware wallet's development lifecycle and once resolved what community engagement is there for widespread awareness and steps taken to resolution and that it won't be repeated we've had a lot of double questions in a question <laughs> yeah I think this is very uh really good question because we, we do have an active Discord community and we are many of our hardcore users like really provide feedback on technical issues. And I think some of the dedicated users like directly contribute to our project by submitting a pull request 
on the GitHub, and we really take each PR like really seriously. So additionally, we offer bounties to anyone who discovers like vulnerabilities in our software or like hardware as well. So in fact, with the release of Keystone 3 Pro, we are collaborating with some friendly competitors to jointly run a bounty hunter pool together, which means like we are really open to any kinds of ideas and we are really take serious about every PR that really given us on the GitHub. So our technology team is really working very hard, like on every stages for just to keep the security. And uh, you can also like always checking the Twitter. There are some real users give feedback on on the Twitter as well. So you can see like the honest feedback of user experience. And you can ask them. And I think if you have any questions, you can also DM our official Twitter account. And also you can DM me if you have some techno uh, technical questions. And I mean, I'm not like a really uh, technical person. And if there's some like really hardcore questions that I cannot really answer, I will forward it to our tech lead to answer your questions. So if you got anything in any question, don't hesitate to contact me on our official Twitter. We will just like really take care about every advices like given by our users. And it's Black Friday as well. So if you like never try Keystone, like we are really happy that you can try out. And also we have this kind of co-branded devices with Orderly. And I think you will like the backlit of, of the devices as well. Thank you. Great, thanks, Ita. Uh, yeah, and that kind of sums up our spaces today. Uh, yeah, so could I do a Black Friday target? Try get yourself a hardware wallet. I totally think it's compulsory. You got to do it. And then, yeah, I just want to you know thanks thanks all our listeners who joined in, and special thanks to Midoji and and Lita for for talking. It's been so great having you. And yeah, also just a reminder to everyone. You know, we, we do have a our social carnival campaign still available. You know, try claim all eight NFTs. Uh, you, you're not too late to claim the previous weeks. And yeah, just thanks so much for joining, and we'll we'll see you again next week we host these weekly so thanks everyone for joining thanks so much Majoji. thanks lisa thank you thank you all of these thank you midoji thank you thank you guys pleasure to be here bye 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 nice to meet you bye bye